being a CEO to me, to me means freedom. Um, truly, um, I would say my, probably my number one value outside of learning is, is freedom. Mm-hmm. Um, so to me, um, you know, I spent many years again in the corporate world um, where I was making a lot of other people a lot of money. <laughs> um, and uh, I wanted freedom to travel and spend my time where I wanted to spend it and giving back and, you know, creating this whole neat ecosystem. Are you ready to hear business stories and learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and level up your business from awesome CEOs, entrepreneurs, and founders without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresh values your time and is ready to share with you the valuable info you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Heather Rader of Spirit Horse Vineyards. Heather, it's great to have you on the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm honored to be here. Definitely the honor is all ours, and you're doing so many phenomenal things. What I wanted to do is just read a little bit more about Heather so you can hear about some of those awesome things. And Heather is the founder of Spirit Horse Vineyards, a 100% woman-owned boutique winery based in Napa that empowers community and connection through delicious wine, unique member experiences, and philanthropy. The winery proudly supports the Spirit Horse Riding Center, an equine therapy rescue horse ranch that helps the next generation of girls thrive. Heather, great to have you on the show again. Are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? I am. I'm so excited. Thanks so much. Awesome. 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 Well, definitely excited to have you on. And as a recipient of the fabulous wine, I know you make so many, you know, phenomenal products and make so many people happy. But before we jumped into that and what did you do, could you take us through a little bit more on how you got started, what I call your CEO story? Yes, absolutely. So um, my background, actually, I started off in corporate. Um, I uh, was VP of sales um, at at a Fortune 500 company. Um, for about 12 years, um, ran about a hundred million dollar por- portfolio there at its peak, um, managed a large team. Um, there were things I loved about it, um, which was mentoring on um, the um, mentoring the team and, and teachables and all those things. That's what I really loved about my job. Um, but it really was, I really got to a point of burnout and I was living out of hotels and everything was looking good on paper, but I just was not feeling fulfilled and um, wanted to do something where um, I could connect with people in a more meaningful way and we could get something back into the community, which is just something that's just so important to me. Um, so, um, that's how we started Spirit Horse Vineyards. I left that corporate job. I, um, dumped my boyfriend at the time. This was many years ago. And I did a little walkabout through Europe and came back and, and started the winery. Nice. Well, I appreciate you sharing that. And I love even it, it sounds like, um, especially with the mentorship and, and the giving back and that connection piece that you mentioned so well, that's coming through, you know, everything you've been able to kind of create uh, with all the awesome things you're working on. For sure. And I think, you know, for me, as a consumer, you know, I want to align my dollars um, with um, people and products that um, do give back into the community, and that align with my value system. Um, so, you know, I really looked at it as from the consumer standpoint, you know, I belonged to a lot of different wine clubs and they were all really the same, which was um, I would just get my quarterly wine shipment every quarter. They had a harvest party every year. I didn't know who owned the winery. I didn't know any of the other club members. There was no giving back element. Um, I couldn't choose my allocations every quarter. I was just told what I would take. Um, and so I guess as they say in the world, if you don't like uh, what you're seeing in the world, you go out and create it yourself. So that's really what I did. 
Yeah, absolutely. That's definitely the the entrepreneurial charge for sure. If, if you don't like it, then and you have that great idea, why not go go about doing that? And I love how you mentioned too, like so many times we forget that the dollars that we have, they could basically be ways by which we could support causes or support certain initiatives or even not support certain initiatives. Right. So I love that you have that piece of that awareness around, you know, being able to kind of support certain initiatives and in, in, in organizations. So as I was saying, you know, I, I really, um, think that you do vote with your dollars, um, every dollar you spend, whether you realize it or not, like you said, either it's for something or it's against something. Um, and I'm really about supporting um, marginalized groups, um, you know, whether that be the LGBTQ community, um, people of color, uh, women. Um, you know, the interesting thing to me was that um, only 3% of wineries are owned by women and only 10% of winemakers are women. So essentially you have 99% um, old white guys, for lack of a better term, <laughs> selling wine to 80% uh, of wine buyers are women. So you just have this huge disconnect. Um, and there's just this real disconnect, I feel like, in the value systems of the things that we hold dear, particularly community um, and giving back. So I really set out to change that narrative and change that dialogue. Yeah, I, I definitely appreciate you for, for mentioning that and of course doing that as well, because I think so many times um, there's not enough conversation around being able to kind of uh, I guess, reconnect that disconnect that often happens, you know, and I think that, you know, that's why I love entrepreneurship and at the heart of it, being able to kind of create something because you see something that isn't how it necessarily should be. And rather than kind of resting on your laurels, you decided to kind of create that. So I commend you for doing that. And I know you're inspiring loads and loads of people uh, to do that as well. And, and so I wanted to, to hear a little bit more about like what you're doing, you know, with your company. Could you take us through a little bit more on how you serve your clients and what that looks like? Sure. So, um, you know, again, I think for me, I just really thought about, you know, what are my unique differentiators? Um, again, you know, we are women owned, which is rare. Um, we do, we do have a giving back element, which is sadly also rare. <laughs> mm. Um, you know, and we do help support the spirit horse writing center. So not only do we help children, um, we, we work with all kinds of groups. Um, there's a, you know, there's so many groups we want to help, right? That there's a waiting list. We help as many as we possibly can, but that's what I'm all about. Um, we uh, support this riding center where we rescue horses. So these horses are what we call second chance horses. Um, for example, we have a, a horse named Hobie um, who was a racehorse. If you know anything about uh, horse racing, uh, the minute they are unable to race anymore, they are typically put down on the spot. Um, Hobie was saved from that, and uh, he now is um, living out his life's purpose at our horse ranch as a therapy horse. Um, he is the kid's favorite horse in the world. He's brown with little white spots, and it's just like such a beautiful um, story, I think, of showing kids that they have worth. Um, mm. And, uh, you know, we particularly work with a program. We work with foster kids um, coming out of the Napa Valley foster care system um, and showing these kids that they have worth um, and that... Um, you know, to go from, you know, uh, a lot of times very abusive situations um, and um, we put them on an eight week leadership and empowerment program on those horses. Um, at the end of that program, they are confidently riding a 2000 pound animal um, and leading it around and the, the look on their face and their shoulders are back and they're confident, um, you know, and that to me is what we're all about, right? Um, you can drink beautiful wine and you can also do awesome things within your community. Um, and so it's really a really special, magical place. And that is one of our unique differentiators. Members can come to the Spirit Horse Riding Center in Napa. They can see exactly where their dollars are going. Um, you know, besides drinking the beautiful wine, they actually get to see the rescue horses. They can see the kids. A lot of them have their corporation sponsor camps for the kids, um, which is great. Um, and that's just more full circle for us. So 
we love to see that. And it's really a, an amazing community. Yeah. And I appreciate you so much for doing that, especially, you know, that self-worth, self-confidence piece that you kind of talked about that I think so many times we don't see, like we were talking about, you know, you being able to kind of create that lane. It provides so much awareness. And I think confidence to people that we sometimes don't realize are looking that they can do that too. And that we're able to kind of see the world as we hope to see it. And I think that, as you said so well, when you're able to, you know, have really phenomenal wine, you know, with that uh, really phenomenal cause that you have, that's, where you don't have to choose either or you create a win, 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 win experience. So I love that you've been able to do that. That's certainly our magic sauce. So, mm -hmm. um, and like I said, it's one thing to talk about it, but um, I always invite people out to the ranch. Um, it's a, a magical place. Like I said, a lot of people uh, cry <laughs> when they, and I always get the apologies. I'm sorry, I'm crying. And I said, why are you apologizing? I said, pretty much everyone cries. So it's really like, it's, it's a, it's, it reminds you of what's important in life. It is about mm. connection. It is about people. It is about lifting each other up. That all ships rise together. And mm. um, that is what the place that that place represents. And that's what the wine represents. Yeah. And, and I love that. And I think, you know, that being part of the, you know, the secret sauce and, you know, what you feel is it's definitely setting you apart is like, as you said, we often will forget that. I think, especially with the hustle and bustle, even though we had like the, the people call it sometimes the great pause of this past year, it's still is very necessary for us to kind of be reminded of what really matters um, and how we can be and create that impact in our lives by the things that we do and things that we don't do. So I appreciate you for creating that kind of uh, atmosphere and that, that uh, culture. Can't wait to have you out. I know you um, got the wine, but it's not, it's not the same. So we got to yeah. get you, we got to get you and the listeners out for some out to the ranch. We would really love that. Absolutely. Yeah. The wine was just a bridge for me to get there. So I'm definitely looking forward to getting there and, and being around that, you know, phenomenal environment. So um, I wanted to switch gears a little bit and I want to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? I made a mental shift. I used to think of myself more as a night person and I realized that, um, wow, you just get so much more, for lack of a better term, shit done in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> so I might have to bleep that out. But um, I really made a mental shift that I am a morning person. And um, I really, my biggest hack is adhering to a morning routine that is meaningful to me, that I know sets me up for success in the day. So, and it's different for everyone, right? Um, depending on where you are, it, it, time in your life or what you need at that moment. But for me, it's, um, you know, some meditation um, and um, some time outside and some journaling. Uh, and it really helps me just get focused into my day. And then what do I really want to accomplish for that day? As you know, it's so easy to get just caught up in your email inbox. And then, you know, you're being told what you're going to do with your day versus you saying, this is, the, these are the things I need to focus on for the day. And I absolutely love having a few hours in the morning when no one else is really up <laughs> and mm -hmm. I just get a lot done. So um, that's my hack, so to speak. I mean, I just think really creating an ideal morning routine that really works for you and sticking with that um, I just think it's a great domino effect um, for the rest of your day. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So I wanted to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget. And you might have already touched on this, but this could be a word of wisdom or a piece of advice. It might be something if you were to hop into a time machine, you would tell your younger business self. Oh, yes. <laughs> this is one of my favorite questions. Um, <laughs> for me, um, in particular, um, societal conditioning, I think it's knowing your worth. Um, especially when I was in corporate America, I remember the day I found out I was making almost a third of what my male counterpart was making. And I managed twice the amount of accounts and revenue. And mm. I had team under me. I mean, all the things, right? And I just was, you know, upset about that, obviously. Um, 
but you know, I wasn't taught and most women are not taught, especially to, to know their worth and to ask for it. Um, and I remember walking into my boss's office that day and I put a number on his desk and I said, I want this number on my desk tomorrow or I'm walking. And in that moment, I knew my worth. I knew I was the top performer by far on the team. And guess what? The next day I walked in and the letter was on my desk with that number. Awesome. So key learning. Um, advice to my younger self is to know your worth. Ask for what you're worth. Um, I used to take um, the junior people on my team. I would take them, my top performers. I would take them out for a glass of wine um, and uh, casually, like, let's run through how you ask for a raise. Mm-hmm. Right. And I have them practice with me. And then I would say, and tomorrow, I'm going to make you walk in and actually ask me for a raise <laughs> so I can give you this raise that you deserve. Yeah. Right. And uh, just really paying it forward. Um, and that was so fulfilling to me. But yeah, that was certainly my biggest lesson was, was knowing my worth. It's important. And it's important as an entrepreneur. Um, you know, are you pricing your product in a meaningful way? Are you pricing your product, you know, whatever it is your service, right, um, to what it's worth? And I think as a, a lot of us entrepreneurs early on, we tend to undervalue. Um, what we're providing. Um, so I, I would say that's my biggest nugget. Absolutely. appreciate that. And, and I want to ask you now my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Heather, what does being a CEO mean to you? Being a CEO to me, to me means freedom. Um, truly, um, I would say my, probably my number one value outside of learning is, is freedom. Mm-hmm. Um, so to me, um, you know, I spent many years, again, in the corporate world um, where I was making a lot of other people a lot of money. <laughs> um, and uh, I wanted freedom to travel and spend my time where I wanted to spend it and giving back and, you know, creating this whole neat ecosystem. Um, so to me, it's freedom. That's, that's my biggest, um, I think, takeaway. Yeah. And that's extremely powerful because I think so many times, uh, again, like we were talking about self-worth, a lot of times we don't realize that even, you know, if we have a business or even if we don't have a business, sometimes we have the ability to kind of create that freedom in some ways in our life. And I think, you know, when you couple that with the self-confidence with um, the self-worth, then you can really go to another level because it begins not so much what can I do, it begins to become what can't I do. And I think that's a really phenomenal and powerful place to be. For sure. And it's, and, and again, you, you know, you're modeling it, whether you realize it or not, you're modeling it for the next generation. So it's fun for me to um, show the, the foster girls, you know, at the ranch, you know, Hey, like not only do you have worth, but you know, like we care about like where you're going in this world and you can do mm. awesome things. Right. Um, I didn't grow up being handed, you know, a lot. I, I didn't come from a lot. My father picked cotton. My grandfather couldn't write his own last name. He was illiterate. So that if you work hard and you um, have a, you know, a, a heart that's beautiful and you work hard, you, you can do anything in the world, right? So absolutely. It's the freedom of choice. Yeah, absolutely. And I think when you're reminded of that and you can see that being, um, you know, exemplified in, in so many different people, that's when you really can start to look in, look within and see what can you do and, and start to, to move towards that. So Heather, truly appreciate that definition. And I appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do is just pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can get a hold of you and find out about all the awesome things you're working on. Absolutely. Well, I would love to, I mean, if you love wine, we would love to um, have you try some Spirit Horse. Um, I do have a special um, code. If you go to spirithorsevineyards.com and you put in IMCEO, you will get $15 off um, any orders of $100 or more. Um, and I also invite, um, if you do buy wine or join the club, of course, you're invited out to the, the horse ranch. 
um, and Gresham, I can't wait to see you and, um, and your crew out at the horse ranch, but um, certainly um, you're invited there as well. My email is heather at spirithorsevineyards.com. You can also DM us on Instagram. Absolutely. Well, Heather, truly appreciate that. We will have the links and information in the show notes as well, too. And anybody who's listening, looking forward to seeing you there as well. Maybe we can get a whole crew to go there, which would be extremely awesome. But I I love everything. Yeah, I love everything you're doing. I love everything, you know, you stand for and what you've been able to build and create in in so many different ways. So thank you so much again for your time and obviously the work that you do. And I hope you have a great rest of the day. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. IMCEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Get your driven CEO gear at ceogear.co. This has been the IMCEO podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.